Good morning and welcome to NFTs Live. I'm your host, Tyler D. It is Tuesday, December 21st, a sunny and cold day in Chicago, the first day of winter. Are NFTs in winter mode? Well, some are, but the overall market's been pretty hot. We'll hit that today and a lot more. On the docket for today, we've got Adidas's first NFT drop is an absolute home run. We're going to check in on OpenSea in the macro view and then take a look at NFT's month in review from CryptoSlam. Then we'll do our market update looking at the IC board. We'll hit CloneX, MathCastles, and some other market movers. In one of ones, we're going to hit the Hackatow drama that's going on. We're going to take a look at DK Motion's big sale and a few other notable sales from the week. Then we're going to talk some bleeding blue chip PFPs and art blocks, check in on Monday's art block curated drop the last of the year. And then we're going to finish with a few upcoming drops, including Gary V's book games. Sound good? All right, let's get started. First story of the day, we have to start with Adidas. So the Adidas NFT drop absolutely dominated the weekend, though their drop did have some early issues. So for a bit of context for viewers who may not have been following it very closely, uh, Adidas came in, they had a highly hyped and anticipated drop that debuted last Friday. They famously partnered with Board Ape Yacht Club and Pixel Vault and the Punks comic team and G-Money. Um, they were going to launch 30,000 NFT edition set at 0.2 Ethereum. They had a pre-sale for all those partners, which I mentioned for the first 20,000 in a public sale. Well, on Friday, they had a few problems. First off, the Mutant Ape Yacht Club members weren't able to mint the pre-sale for a bit. Uh, that caused a little bit of chaos. They paused the drop. They, they changed a few links. And then the public sale was an absolute gas war. Um, so some folks were a little bit salty afterwards. But in general, the market sentiment has been pretty positive about the drop. Um, and then yesterday, <clears throat> Adidas came out and published this thread. And I think it was pretty good. So I wanted to cover it and share it with the viewers here. So in the metaverse, challenging the impossible is a reality. On Friday, we landed in the world of Web3 with one of the most widely distributed NFT drops in history. And we'll touch on that here in a bit. You know, they came in and said our intention was to learn from some of the best teams, have a shared goals. We limited tokens and transactions per wallet. They tried to evade bots the best they could. And they're admitting essentially that even with all the measures that they took, it wasn't perfect. Uh, but for the first time, thousands of new adopters experienced the thrills and the risks of Web3. And then they start talking a little bit about what's going to happen next. They promised to refund some gas for those who lost some gas during the early access period. Then they addressed some of the, the FUD that they're just going to take the money and run. They say that's not Web3. That's not the ESO. Ethos have faith that they're here for the long run. And essentially, again, congratulating uh, their mentors, their people who minted the NFT and welcoming them to the overall team. So I thought this was a really smart thread for them to publish coming out and addressing some of the FUD that had come out. If we take a look at how the market's been reacting to it. So here is the NFT page. It is sitting at 0.775 here, uh, three or four days post-launch. They've done 12,000 ETH in secondary volume, uh, by far the, the highest performer of the past three or four days in the market by about three or four X. And arguably the most important number of all this, 19.9 thousand owners. So almost 20,000 unique owners, which 
is what they alluded to, one of the most widely distributed launches that we've seen this year. So it's really hard to, to say too much negative about this. Um, I certainly on Friday show, I flooded it a little bit, but I can't argue with, with this market reaction. Anyone who minted this is up three to four X return on their investment. And it sure seems like Adidas is doing this the right way. And it's clear that some of the partnerships they've made, you know, any advice they're getting from G Money, who is one of the sharpest in the space, uh, they're clearly taking it to heart. I think what's also cool, uh, Ben Mayer White, one of the project heads, posted a thread yesterday about how the drop mechanics are going to work for some of the merchandise. And what they're going to do is actually pretty innovative and smart. So the NFT gets like four pieces of in real life clothing. There's a tracksuit, there's a sweatshirt, there's an orange beanie. Well, every time an owner redeems one of those clothing items, they essentially burn their token. But then Adidas is going to send them a new one with a different color. And what this is going to do is differentiate which NFTs have already redeemed certain portions of their utility versus others, which is really smart. It's going to allow buyers to know exactly what they're buying on the secondary market, and it'll be a great tracking mechanism. So again, Adidas is doing everything the right way. Um, congrats to, to that team on a great drop, uh, as well as to everyone who's a collector. It, it looks like it was a, a smart choice. All right, well, that was definitely the top news of the weekend. Uh, there wasn't a whole lot of other big news stories, really. So I wanted to spend a little bit of our top news section and just cover the market and what it looks like so far in December and take a look at the last 30 days. So I'm going to pull up a familiar dashboard here. This is the Dune Analytics OpenSea dashboard. Um, so starting high-level December volume, so we are at $2.1 billion in revenue for OpenSea here, what, about 20, 20 and a half days into the month. So that does put us on pace for over a $3 billion month, which would be within about 10% of the all-time high in August of $3.4 billion. Then if we take a look at the daily view here, uh, it's pretty obvious that really since mid-November, we've been seeing some strong upticks in daily volume from what we were seeing there and really the, the, the lulls of late October and, and early November about half the days are over that $100 million daily threshold, which I consider to be a really strong performing day. I went through and actually added up the daily numbers from November 19th to December 19th. It would have equated to a $3.1 billion month. So anyone talking about a bear market, it, it's, it's not a bear market. There is absolutely liquidity in this market right now. It just may not be going to some of those older projects. And we'll, we'll show which products it's going to here in a minute. Uh, I will say my only cause for concern here in the immediate short term is a bit of this drop-off we've seen the last few days. So, you know, we were steadily back on the Clonex and Adidas. Adidas is the spike here, I want to say, from a few days ago. Actually, that might have been Clonex. Um, but the last few days, well under 100 million. On Sunday, 75 million. Yesterday, 63. And not a great start here halfway through the day here today. Um, so if, if we can't hold the volumes up through the holiday break, uh, we very well may not get to that $3 billion mark. But overall, it is still looking like a solid month. But as I mentioned, there's clearly some liquidity in this market. Well, where is it going? <clears throat> so we introduced Crypto Slams page on an episode last week. I wanna spend a little bit more time showing that view. So 
I'm going to pull up the 30-day view from CryptoSlam. So this includes all the projects on all the blockchains in the NFT space. And we can start by looking at the overall rankings by volumes here in the last 30 days. So top of the board, Axie Infinity. For those who aren't following, Axie Infinity pretty much sits atop the board uh, for every view. They're the number one and, and highest performing NFT project out there, one of the original P2E games. Uh, and they're number one all time as well. I want to take a look at what, what else is going on below them in the board. So number two, CloneX, over 158 million in revenue in the last 30 days. Shouldn't be a big shocker, but what's also interesting is they're mint vial. So the unminted CloneX are number six on the board at almost 100 million. So put those two together and they're at 250 million in total volume, which cements them at number two. So that new project clearly drawing the most liquidity from the market here in the last 30 days. Third, we've got the sandbox. When you think about metaverse plays, metaverse being one of the hottest buzzwords, uh, really in, in Web3 and really in public talks about NFTs in Web3, sandbox is one of the biggest players and they're certainly receiving the lion's share of the volume. Then we've got our standard blue chips, right? So punks are in fourth with 137 million, though down 10% on the month in volume. Board Ape Yacht Club, which I thought was interesting. Fifth on the board here, 117 million in volume, but down 40%. So that just goes to show how much liquidity and volume they had in that October to November range, that they could still be fifth on the board with a 40% reduction. Then we see mutants there in seventh. So the BAYC ecosystem definitely topping the board. Then we see Adidas, the new drop, it came out last Friday, just four days ago, and they're already eighth in volume in the 30 days. So that just goes to show how big of a splash a new project can have. We've got Artblocks in ninth, which just kind of goes to show the theme of their fall from grace. Overall, Artblocks volume down 35% on the month. It seems like it's just a steady drop, 35% per month is the recurring story really since August and it shows in the floor prices and we'll get to that in a bit. Then 10th and 11th, another recurring theme, P2E, right? So Wolf Game came out first, then Wizards and Dragons was the most successful, I'll say Wolf Game copy, both of them coming in at around 40 million. Uh, so certainly a, a big chunk of the market here in the last 30 days. And then really the rest, I'm not gonna cover the rest of these, but a little bit of that new project hot potato that we do talk about on the show. So Ape Kids Club in 12th, Crypto Bull Society in 13, Chain Runners, JRNY NFT Club, Desperate Ape Wives, five of the top 21 there. Um, <clears throat> some new products that saw some fast rises and also some fast declines, which has been, again, a little bit of a recurring theme. The last thing I wanna to touch on on this list is some big names that we're not seeing in the top 25. Um, so we see Cyber Kong's there in 24th, Punk's Comic in 28th, Cool Cats in 29th, Cryptodes in 32nd, Meebits in 38th. So these are projects that are considered or previously considered blue chips. They're top 10 projects in overall lifetime volume, but they're not sniffing the top 25 in the last month. Um, and to me, the takeaway again is there's plenty of money in the NFT space and the NFT market right now. But that money is mostly chasing the shiny new objects and it's not chasing the old guard. Uh, and it, it's, it's an important theme to understand because there's a lot of talk about Coinbase and new users and what does that mean 
for all the early NFT adopters. Again, I don't think it's as bullish for the, the previous blue chip projects as we once all thought. I firmly believe that when new users are onboarded into the ecosystem, they're going to also want to chase the new, shinier, and in a lot of cases, better projects. Um, so just because we have new users, it doesn't mean that the old products are all going to rebound and go back up. So it's important to understand, but of course, who knows what will happen? We just have to wait and see. That's our top stories and month in review. Let's go ahead and switch gears and get to a little bit more micro view and show the three-day and what's trending just in the past few days here from our friends at IC. Going to go ahead and pull up the three-day board here for on them. Um, so Clonex tops the board. Adidas, they're closely in second. Um, that, I believe that's primarily because the Friday spike has dropped off of this view. Um, but if you look at the past four days, Adidas would have been firmly number one. But a few new projects I want to touch on. So Cool Man's Universe is a new product that just dropped a few days ago. We're going to show their project page here. Um, <clears throat> as we scroll down, we can see a little bit of a, of a roadmap, some different worlds here as we take a look at Donut World. Um, we take a look at the species, which is the, the name of these little NFTs. They've got that, that cute PFP theme kind of on lock. That's the, that's the vibe here. I get a lot of Cool Cats vibes when I take a look at these here. Um, you can see a little bit of the worlds that they've got in place for this project with Donut World, Dino World, and Wall Street Wasteland. And then they have a little bit uh, of their roadmap here, which we won't go into in, in details. And then the artist behind this, the product lead is Danny Cassell, AKA Cool Man Coffee Dan, who's an artist from LA. So this product came out, uh, again, in the past few days, it minted out. The floor price has seen some strong upwards movement. It was around 0.2 uh, when I checked this morning. And then there's a few key influencers tied into this already. Uh, Zeneca 33, one of the more infamous uh, who's backing this. So this will be one to watch as we, again, play some new project hot potato. Going down the rest of the board here, Townstar. So Go Gala Games, I believe the Mirandus box drop finally revealed. They continue to see strong volume. Uh, mutants continue to do really well. They're up to about 70th floor. Art Blocks, 1,400 ETH in the last three days, mostly on the back of Samsung's new drop, Geometry No Compute, uh, which we'll check in on here in the Art Block segment of the show. Um, Dino Babies, another new product that dropped, is doing okay, seeing almost 1,000 volume. Creature World. So this was certainly a product that a lot of folks were watching this weekend ahead of Danny Cole's big uh, Worlds announcement on Sunday. While that announcement came out, essentially what it is is allowing NFT users to go into this metaverse. They can play a little bit of a game and then they can alter their NFTs. And essentially the NFT altering that you can do is changing the mouth of the NFT character. Well, apparently that uh, information was not well received by the market, specifically by one of the major whales in the product, Med Collector. The floor had steadily gone up ahead of the announcement. It was around a two ETH floor. Med Collector tanked it, dropped right down to 1.2, sold off dozens, probably 50 plus NFTs on the news. And the floor is not really recovered. It's sitting around one ETH or lower here this morning. So that news not well received, but I will say not well received by that specific whale, 
I've seen a bit of mixed reactions from NFT Twitter. So this product certainly has some legs longer term, um, but might be in for some short-term pain. Uh, the other product I want to hit that's new on the board just briefly is Terraforms by Mathcastles. So let's go ahead and show their page. Not a whole lot of description. There's no website for this project. It's simply on-chain land art from a dynamically generated on-chain 3D world. So one of the, the founders of this product is an OG crypto punk. We'll, we'll link their details in the show notes. Um, released this project. It, was, it had been hinted at for a while in Punk's Discord. Took a few hours to mint out, but then really caught some steam there. Uh, I want to say it was Sunday evening. Minted out a 0.169, so fairly high mint price, but shot up to 0.4 right out of the gate. Pranksy came in with some high-end buys as well. Uh, and it's generally been really well received from that, punk, that punks and OG community. Um, it is a very complex product. There's a lot that you can do with this more. It's, it's over my head. Uh, and I have not had a chance to really dive in on this one. But this is one that looks like it's going to have some legs. It's been compared to loot and other products like that, something you can build from. So it'll be certainly one to watch in the near future. All right, well, that really takes us through the market update from IC. Let's go ahead and get into our next segment here with one of ones. And we're going to start with some drama around Hackatow this week. So Anonymous, one of the top one of one collectors and really players in the NFT market uh, this year, uh, went on a bit of a, a Twitter tirade. And this is one of the posts that really is central to this story. So, hi, Hackatow. This piece has now been listed at 88.88 ETH for 72 hours. You invaded my DMs, accusing me of pricing too low. Why do you have the confidence to attack a collector but lack the conviction to take action yourself? Step up and buy your trade. So, uh, a little bit of the context here, and then we'll get into a few of the issues. So, Anonymous has been looking to sell this piece, this one of one on Super Rare from Hackatow. I want to say it was originally listed around 200 ETH. Uh, Anonymous had been privately shopping the piece, um, has really heard kind of crickets from the market, then went ahead and, and dropped the price to 88, which is well below the floor of Hackatow's other pieces. I want to say the floor was closer to 150, um, where other, other collectors had been listing it. So this prompted Hackatow apparently to message Anonymous and say, hey, this is too low. This, they got into a bit of a back and forth. Um, with Hackatow <clears throat> asking him to essentially raise the price and Anonymous refusing. Um, so why is this important? Well, the, the first question is, you know, should, should artists be, you know, telling collectors how to price their work? Um, and I think the answer is, of course, not, you know, any, anyone who owns an NFT, who owns a piece of art should have the right to price it, you know, how they so choose. But, I think that, that's obviously like the surface level. I think the responses are pretty unanimous in favor of anonymous here and against Takatau. But I think that the bigger issue here that this is exposing is the lack of top-end buyers on super rare and in the one-of-one -one market. Um, I'd say there's a, about a dozen or so top-end collectors who have 100 ETH plus at their disposal to to throw at some of these top artists. And if those buyers aren't interested in the piece, it's absolute crickets and the, and the liquidity goes down quite a bit. Um, so we're, we're seeing that example here with Hackatow, who by all accounts is, has been a top three, top five crypto artist on Super Rare. Again, has been commanding really high prices. 
I feel like this is a trend that we may continue to see here for the foreseeable future. Um, again, a lot of these collectors have three to five to 10 year plus time horizons, but given some of the action we've seen recently, if Cosmo, Starry Night, if DVD, KBM aren't stepping up to buy the piece, uh, there's not a whole lot of buyers. And with what can we expect to be some increasing supply in 2022? I don't think the prices that we've seen in the past few months uh, are going to be able to hold up. But that's my prediction. It'll certainly be an area to watch. But related to Hecatow, uh, we did see a collector TG12 step up to the plate. This piece, Heck of a Bear, was put on sale. TG12 bought it for 55 ETH, $210,000 here just a day ago. One of the top sales that we've seen in the past week or so. TG12 actually owns another Heck of the Bear piece. So some would argue he's kind of protecting his own bags, but certainly putting his money where his mouth is. The other, the other impact to Hecatow here is he's doing his PFP drop, Queens and Kings, this week. So not the best week for some negative news, but we'll certainly be watching how that PFP project goes. Uh, a few other notable sales. So this one came in yesterday. This is a really cool piece, kind of switching the conversation to a little bit more positive from DK Motion. Um, a newcomer to the space this year, but has made a huge splash, has sold some pieces for three-digit ETH valuations. He has that animated fun cartoon style piece. This is titled, I Love New York. He, he describes that I lived in New York for 12 years. It's a place where I've grown myself as an artist. I dropped out of college, but was fortunate enough to, to find my way around New York. And then one of the top collectors, Keyboard Monkey came in, bought this piece for 90 ETH yesterday um, to, to win the piece there, um, over $300,000. So solid pickup from KBM. Um, and DK continues to have a really strong year. A few other notable sales. We'll link these in our show notes as well. Neurocolor sold Lightmare for 20 ETH. Here comes the squad from Shapiro for 20 ETH. Shapiro is the artist behind the, the five penguins. If anyone saw that product drop on the, the gateway at the end of last week, it's uh, animated penguins, five in a line. You can get, it's generative. You can get any combination of tall, short penguins. And it's meant to be your Twitter banner which is an interesting twist on that piece. So if you see any of those Twitter banners out there, know those come from Shapiro. Uh, and then he sold a piece for 20th as well, tied to that project. <clears throat> and then Zook sold a piece called Muriel for 17th to round us out here in one-on-ones. Let's go ahead and keep going. Let's move into our blue chip PFPs. Let's start with the punk board. So it's been almost nonstop FUD and negative news in the CryptoPunks world for what feels like weeks and months now, um, as that floor continues to drop, we have seen some fairly notable sales. I don't know if this is bullish that there are buyers or, or bearish at some of the price points that we're seeing, but here in the last four days, you know, we've seen 40 sales or so with some really iconic punks. Um, so, you know, we've got the, the TR here at 135. We've got multiple hoodie up punks. We've got the 3D for 310 ETH. We've got the, the hoodie pirate here at 199 at the top end. Oh, here four days ago, almost a grail hoodie, I'd say, sold off the board at 399 ETH, 1.59 million. Um, one of the top sales really that we've seen. But a lot of the other floors here, a lot of the other sales here closer to the floor. So we see 
58, one of the lowest numbers we've seen on the sales board in, in quite some time. We've seen 60, 56, 64, 60, 60, so on and so forth. So clearly the floor is dropping and it, it raises the question of not if we're going to see a flipping with the board eight floor price, but when. Um, so let's go ahead and switch over to WGMI and take a look at more of these floors. And we'll have a focus on the 30-day change here. So the Kongs Genesis, top of the board now, they are at 64 ETH, still down 32% on the month. Ponks down at 56.99, 36% decrease on the month. Quite a fall from Grace from 90, where they were just a short month ago. Um, board Apes, one of really the few green spots on the board with both them and mutants. Therefore, it's sitting at 51.88. So only five ETH separating the full prices of these two projects. Um, again, it seems like the flipping is absolutely imminent. The question is, what's going to happen from there? Uh, will punks have found the bottom and then shoot back up? Are any whales gonna come in and, and save the day? Or are we gonna continue to see some ongoing bleeding? Um, it feels like the BAYC4 is rock solid at this point. Uh, there really has not been much downwards movement or downward pressure on that as everyone awaits the, the APE token. So it feels like it's going to require some, some real news or, or lack of news or bad news for that board to really to drop out much. Going through the quickly the rest of the board, you know, we talked about the mutants. They're steady at seven, up 18% on the month. Cool Cats down, 6 down 10% on the month at 6.6. We see Gutter Cat Gang, another green spot on the board at 4.5. They had a Roadmap 2.0 announcement come out uh, in the past few days. It has its word soup for NFT projects. So it's got a token, it's got staking, it's got play to earn, it's got airdrops. Um, I think Metaverse. So it's got everything and the markets responded well uh, as they have one of the higher floors here. Romo Collins has also had a great month up 265%. Number we don't really see anywhere else is they sit at 3.65, knocking out a few of the other uh, products that had been higher, like MeBits at 2.8 uh, and Cryptodes down at 2.44, down 43% on the month. Certainly a, a rough month for the Toads. That's blue chip PFPs. While we're here, let's go ahead and check quickly in on our blocks. And it's a somewhat similar story. Right, it's a lot of red. It's that 30 to 40% down on the month. So there was a little bit of scares in the Fidenza world. We saw two Fidenza sell in the low 50s at 50 and 52 ETH, uh, which is the lowest prices those have commanded in months. Uh, the floor is back up to 70, which is still down 46% on the 30 day. Uh, it's again a similar story. Ringers at 37, down 30%. Elevate deconstructions at 28, down 50% on the month. Archetypes have finally gone below 10. They're at 9.9, .9, down 43% on the month. Unigrid, 7.5, down 32%. Subscapes, 5.5, down 44% on the month. Uh, squiggles, down 37% at 5.1, but one potential blue um, good news spot here. Kevin Rose announced that a fund that he's a part of, True Ventures, one of the first NFTs that they acquired is Chromie Squiggles. So... Certainly somewhat of a bullish sign for that project. When people think about art blocks, Chromie Squiggles are the OG. I'd say it's kind of the crypto punks of the generative art space in a lot of ways. I think a lot of folks share that sentiment. 
Um, but they're, they're down quite a bit from high, about 75% from their, their peak at 20, which is the general theme that we're seeing here in the art block space. So have we seen the bottom? It's pretty hard to predict that at this point, but you know, how much lower are we really going to go? Uh, it seems like we're going to keep going lower, at least for the foreseeable future. I do want to check in on Monday's drop. So we highlighted the geometry no compute from Samzy on Friday's show. I uh, was pretty excited for this one. I think this is a case where it got botted and the botting action crushed the floor price. So this one minted out at one, at one ETH, which is higher than we've seen the prior two art blocks go. So Gazers from Matt Kane minted out at 0.25. And then Vortex from Jen Stark minted out at 0.75. So this one went higher, a level up at one ETH and it flew, it went really fast. Felt like it was too fast for me. I stayed on the sidelines for this one. Well, we see 511 listed for sale out of, 10, out of 1,024 NFTs. So almost a 50% supply on the market uh, percent for sale rate right there, which is a huge red flag. This is indicative of a few accounts, again, botting and controlling a huge amount of supply. And whenever that happens in our blocks world, the four tanks. And as we can see, the four is a 0.5 down 50% uh, from the mint price. So anyone who minted this is underwater. Uh, but the good news is for those who like the, the art style, it's at a much more approachable price point right now than it had been. That rounds us out through art blocks. So for the end today's show, I do want to touch on a few upcoming projects. So today I want to highlight uh, Lucky Trader and their new projects page. So uh, they daily, from their Twitter, they, they drop a few highlights, but they've got a detailed NFT project schedule. It's a great resource for those who want to check out the products that are dropping today, but also in the next week or two. Um, highlights from today, we've got big drops from NBA Top Shot, Deck the Hoops. I want to say this is live right now, different start times for different collector scores. So check that out if you're a Top Shot fan. Uh, there's also an additional drop uh, for those who don't make the deck the halls at 2 p.m. here in three hours uh, for their MGLE drop. So check those out if you're a Top Shot fan. One product I want to start by highlighting is AI Maker Labs. So this is a project dropping on December 23rd. Let's go ahead and quickly go to their project page. Mutate your NFTs with AI. Choose an NFT you own and mutate it with our AI. Mint your, muta mint your mutation as a surreal NFT earn royalties from your creation. Um, so they're, they're launching this uh, pre-sale or launched on the 22nd, only 1,333 NFTs available. Mint price is 0.07 ETH. So there's a few things you can do. So you can take an existing NFT and use their AI to mutate it, or you can enter a phrase to create some surreal art, which we've seen with uh, products like Eponym. But I want to say this is the first time we've had an AI that you can essentially buy and mutate your existing NFTs. Um, and then they're talking about this building a 100% community generated collection. Every single art will be from the community. You don't just mint your art, you create it. And then all the secondary sales royalties will go to you. So by essentially buying, purchasing and minting this NFT, you get access to the AI creation algorithm. You create these new NFTs, which then you can sell and reap all the rewards. So I think that's the first time we've seen this. Pretty cool idea. Um, it's innovative, certainly something to watch. I, I like this one a lot. 
a few other drops on my radar. So on cyber, uh, the virtual art gallery project is doing a drop here this week, but their whitelist is for those who already have on cyber galleries that have received 20 visits or more. So if you own an on cyber gallery, go ahead and check it out from your own page. You can see how many visits you've had. If you're 20 plus, uh, you will qualify for the mint. I want to say it's 0.333 ETH to mint this upcoming one. With that being said, all of the on cyber galleries to date have been profitable investments. So certainly a strong one to watch for on cyber holders. And then lastly, we've got Gary V's book games. So folks have probably seen this going around NFT Twitter sphere, folks who have dozens and dozens of Gary V's books. He did uh, a book drop and then he promised or alluded to some NFTs that would be tied to it for holders. Well, after the success of V Friends, people love to speculate on this. We saw folks buy, again, dozens, 50, 100 books. Um, well, they've started dropping some hints at what that's going to be. There's a, it's called Book Games. Uh, we don't really know much more than that. So they've released two blog posts. One is an explainer on how, how to check how many NFTs you qualify for. I believe the ratio is 12 books to one NFT. So if you have 12, you get one NFT. Uh, 48 books is four NFTs, so on and so forth. And you can check your status on, on that website. There's a second blog that explains how this is all going to be done via Immutable X and level two rollups. Uh, so I won't be on the Ethereum blockchain. I'll be using L2 rollups, which is essentially to avoid gas. They have some nice explainers on what L2s are, how to interact with them and why they're doing it. So go ahead and check those out and say turn notifications on uh, for Gary V as we look for more information to, to roll out about what book games actually is. So we'll certainly be watching and we'll be sharing info as we receive it. We covered a lot. That is our show for today. As always, thanks to our listeners and our viewers for, tune, for tuning in. We're going to be off the rest of this week for the Christmas holiday. We might be back next week if there's enough market action to warrant a show. I'm thinking there will be, but if things are quiet, we might go ahead and take next week off. But we'll certainly keep everyone posted from our Twitter page. But either way, till next time, enjoy the holidays. Take some time away. Spend it with friends and family. Enjoy it. NFTs will still be here when you get back. You know, we're in this for the long run. Um, so enjoy a few days off. We all need it. Thanks, everyone. Goodbye.